0: And it's time for Peer Pressure. Welcome. Today's guest is Nick Sakes, member of the fabulous Zadax, past member of Colossomite, Dazzling Killman, Bay, and more. He'll talk about life in the Midwest, the SkinGraft record label, and then, of course, spin some amazing tunes for you. Thank you to Lita Martinez for doing the editing on this podcast and to Liz Berg for handling the other podcast duties that are necessary. Nick Sakes is next. Please stay tuned. Breathing heavy over Mm in the corner (coughs) is Nick Sakes. Hi. 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 (laughs) Hello. Lovely. Thank you so much for coming here, Nick. You're welcome. Nick is... uh, A guitarist extraordinaire and (coughs) responsible for... Are you going to do that for the entire afternoon? (laughs) And he he gags a lot.
1: Constantly gagging.
0: Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess, would you say that the the band that you're best known for is being a member of the Dazzling Killman?
1: I definitely would say that, yes. I get the most random emails from Poland about Dazzling Killman, I think. Really? (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> or or someplace like that. It's, no just uh yeah. That's that's the one that people that the uh, perhaps up to hundred and forty three people worldwide
0: <laughs> know. I, I'm going to say I'm gonna go out and it's at one forty
1: three right now, I count.
0: I, I'm gonna say one forty seven.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, wait, wait, don't, yeah. Don't there's the, you know, there, don't there's, a, there's the guy in Boise that him and and his three friends they just hung out last night Mm -hmm. and i forgot those guys
0: listen to this stuff this is crazy (laughs) they were
1: partying in their van and uh they pulled out the tape they -hmm. listened to the dazzling killman tape look i got this new tape
0: brand new it (laughs) takes a while to get things out to boise
1: yeah they're still on tapes out there
0: Uh (laughs) So um, can you say a little bit about Dazzling Killman, how it came about, and what kind of a project that was?
1: Well, um, I used to live in a town called Wood River, Illinois, which was on the east side of St. Louis. For convenience sake, I say St. Louis. Um, At the time, I was uh, 20, you know, early 20s. I'd never played in bands ever. But I was hanging out with a lot of people around there that were in bands, um, some of which were the band Uncle Tupelo, those guys. Mm -hmm. I was hanging out with Jeff Tweedy a lot. I went to college with him, and I went with them on Uncle Tupelo shows out of town, just hanging out with those guys and other local bands, this other band called Culture Shock, not, not the U.K. Culture Shock, but this... Uh, featured Darren Gray, um, and Darren and I used to hang out a lot, and eventually, when I I was about 26, and I decided I'd had enough, and I was going to get a guitar and start playing, so I, I literally picked up the guitar at age 26 and asked Darren if he would show me how to play, like, anything on it, and... I went up to his house, Well, he just had his a, a baby, he, he and his wife were living in his parents basement and we would we would play very quietly and he would show me how to play bar chords and pretty soon we started making up little tunes and then kinda got excited about it and then he knew a guy at school named Blake Fleming who was this great drummer and he's like yeah I guess we could ask Blake to do it and uh, he did and that's pretty much how it got started. Um, I got the name from a story written by an artist called Lucas Samaras. He wrote a story called Killman that I read mm-hmm. in a Chemical Imbalance zine. So I was I was really like into reading Forced Exposure, Your Flesh, Chemical Imbalance, um, Maximum Rock and Roll. Like I was I'd, I'd taken fandom as far as it w- went, and like like <laughs> okay, I'm sitting in. An immense pile of fanzines with thousands of people that are playing in bands like it can't be that hard it cannot be that hard i'm going to try to i'm going to do it damn it mm-hmm. so that's kind of what happened and um you know we st louis at the time and uh, was kind of a kind of an easy place to be in a band there, there wasn't much going on like Not well. I don't want to say that and offend anyone in St. Louis, but we kind of got to open up for lots of lots of bands like Jesus Lizard and Helmet, because there really wasn't any other band that wasn't like a strict genre, like a well, no, they're they're like a hardcore band or they're metal. Like we were kind of like we were asked to play with bands that the promoter would be like, I don't know, like who do we have to play with? We we played with Sabado jesus lizard jaw box helmet fugazi it was kind of great i mean we were sort of
0: like yeah, those a little
1: bit big big box. fish in a little pond i guess i don't know i don't I st- again i don't want to offend st louis by calling it a little pond but well it, it's clearly it was not cool. a
0: big pond and it is landlocked so.
1: yeah so it was don't worry about was,
0: offending anybody
1: <laughs> i'm sorry st louis i still have fond memories of you <laughs> sort of
0: and when did you leave st
1: louis I left St. Louis in 1995, and moved up to Minneapolis, and that—that that was the first time I quit music altogether. That's it. I'm done. After Dazzling Killman had oh, a, a hideous long. breakup, and of course I moved and said, "Well, I guess it's time to start another band." I put an I, I just the only time I've ever done this. I put an ad in the paper, and I think I worded it like, "Raymond Scott Devo Black Flag, ex-member of Dazzling Killman, seeks others." Oh. <laughs> And when I got home from work today, uh, today, that day, on the message machine was this guy, John Dietrich, who said, yeah, I'll d- just saw your ad. So turns out John and I started Colossomite. And, um, you know, I don't want to go on and on. Although I am going on and on. But but now John and, and Ed, who were in Colossomite, now they play in Deerhoof. Um, but we were Colossomite. Chad, John and, and Ed and I and toured Europe and had a few albums on SkinGraft
0: mm-hmm. um, and I w- I'd like to just ask you a little bit about the SkinGraft label because being from the east coast it was just mm-hmm. to me I guess I just saw it as this real um, you know sort of uh, whimsical projects like cute great music I mean that's one of those labels that I really just liked everything on it and everything was oh. distinctly mm-hmm. different um, but was the what were your dealings with the label like? How did it that come about, and and um, what was it like to be on the label? Because I imagine like it's like a party. Yeah, like. it,
1: it was kind of that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Mark, <laughs> Mark and Rob were these two guys. They lived in suburban St. Louis, and they had a little a little comic book, Skin Graph Comics, oh. and they it was like a little Xerox comic book that they'd go to shows and sell. And um, I remember they. Introduced themselves, we we it was actually when we played with the Jesus Lizard and they came up and said, "Hey, we wanna we wanna do a record with like a comic book cover because you know we we'd seen those as a little kid, you know, have those mm-hmm. little books with the story and thought, oh, yeah, this like is a superhero, yeah, 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 they were great. Uh-huh. So of course, yes, we'll do it, and that thus became Skin Graft Records, and um, we. I really how how this other this other band from Minneapolis, strangely enough, called Mother's Day, ended up being the other band on this split seven inch with us and Mother's Day, and I I really I can't really I'm not really clear how that happened. (laughs) We didn't really know them, and I'm not there was another another guy involved in the label at the time, and anyway, so that's how the that's how the label was born. Rob and Mark moved to chicago and went to the art institute and eventually uh mark started to work um w- with touch and go and the label became distributed and manufactured through touch and go which was which was really nice but uh yeah i i'm kind of losing my train of thought now no, that's
0: okay I um, yeah, because I guess the the skin graft. I mean, all the graphics were there. Things that you were completely in control of, or did they have ideas for you about certain artists and covers?
1: No, and they pretty much did it. Rob and Mark did almost all the the art. I think like for those comics, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they that was kind of the deal. We do the music and they do the art. I mean, and that's that, a great
0: way to do it, really. And yeah. it's something that that's not. You know, it's like the band is in charge of you know their album cover and that kind of thing, and it's and it's a really cool concept. And I always just love those releases because they were so, you know, whimsical and fun and yeah, you know, yeah. and the
1: non-approachable a yeah, <laughs> little bit,
0: yeah, for sure,
1: an entertainment package.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, um, if we can just sort of fast forward now, you you are. Um, a member of Zadax. I am. Is that the way I pronounce yes, it? Yes, that's correct.
1: X a d d a x.
0: And uh, and you have a release on the Skin Graft. That's
1: right. right. We're back on Skin Graft, which never went away, contrary to a lot of people's uh, rumors that that the label has been going since '90. Um, Mark Fisher, the la- the the guy who is Skin Graft now lives in Vienna, Austria, and is married so it's kind of um it's nowadays it's, it's pretty it's fairly simple i mean with skype and internet but um yeah we're we're back on on skin graft and we have a new album called Counterclockwork that comes out may 8th and uh we're pretty pretty darn excited about it we recorded with colin marston do you, do you know colin He Plays in Kralis and Dysrhythmia yeah. uh-huh. and Gorguts and yeah, Behold yeah, the yeah. Octopus, and he must have an amazing brain to play in all those bands. Yeah, I was thinking about that today. Like how and how does that guy do it? like, Play guitar and bass that's just in those four bands. He,
0: that's just got to be the way his brain is. He's yeah. he's
1: one of those guys. He's kind of he must have a weird Rain Man side that no one sees <laughs> or something.
0: <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't play in those four bands. I'm just be like trying hard, <laughs> like it would just no. Have that's to the
1: part. No, 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 that's <laughs> n- this, this is the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that Definitely. Yeah. I mean, he probably just has that that talent, and it probably just comes out of him. He and was great to you
1: know. record with, though. He was. We're totally happy with it.
0: How long did it take to record?
1: Two days, I think. Well, we did it in two different sessions, but pretty much we're 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 in in and out of the studio kind of thing mm-hmm. but um yeah it was it was was fun it's coming out on vinyl and like it's made to order cd which is something i'd never heard of before this like you, apparently you order it and the the cd robot in amazon puts it together and mails it to you like wow. there's not a giant pile of cd sitting in your apartment staring at you like look at your failure you know there's like <laughs> what's wrong can't get rid of us no it's just <laughs> one at a time which is great there's not the failure pile staring at you every day
0: right right and you go oh I." And it's, good. 11. It's,
1: it's good it's a good product like yeah. I don't know and then because then you end up giving away all everything like ah, sure take it like because you look at the failure pile and there's like 500 cds and you end up right. like all your friends have like oh just go get it you know <laughs> just <laughs> take take five
0: right you can use them as little mirrors oh yeah on the back you, you,
1: you so. throw away the cd and the cover and make new covers for mixes and
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that's yeah. That's, uh, that's so
1: awesome. uh, yeah, the strange new I, world.
0: Yeah, I haven't heard of that sort of CD by order. I'm sure that I, that I will. And uh, and so where can they get the CD to order?
1: Apparently, you can get it. On, I think on iTunes and Amazon. Okay. Or not iTunes, but Amazon. I looked it up, and they they have it there now. Mm-hmm. Um, we we will have the record. We're playing a record release show at Death by Audio May twenty fourth with. Cellular, cellular chaos, which is mm-hmm. Weasel Walter's new band. Oh, great! And normal love, and in heat, which has got some people from Tinsel Teeth in it. They're really cool.
0: Oh, very good. And um, and where's the best place? Because I see that ZX is kind of all over all over the web. Huh. Um, what's the best? Really? I mean, do you have? Do you prefer people going to what site to? That's a good question.
1: Well, we have a SoundCloud site that I've been, for now, we have been telling people to go check out. We should probably get a website. <laughs> I'm talking to Chrissy, the other half of Zadax. She's mm-hmm. here, too.
0: She is. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're also to be wed soon.
0: Yes, congratulations. Thank you. Is that May 24th show, that's that's your record release that's and your, your bachelor, th- bachelorette bachelor. <laughs> it's also my bachelor time. party. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Sorry, Chrissy. Yeah, that's, that's just just worked out that way. I don't know how that happened.
0: She's the one with the drumsticks. That's true. I mean, you know, she's always armed. Ah. <laughs> All right,
1: cancel the hookers.
0: <laughs> well, they might enjoy the performance at least. Yeah. You know. So, um, the reason why I have you here, of course, is to guess DJ. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him. Um, I
1: am so. I. Had all this music planned, and, and I put it on my brand new flash drive, and I got here, and there's nothing on it. That's okay. So now we're scrambling.
0: That's okay.
1: Very nervous about that. <laughs> I wanted to look cooler than I'm gonna look. Oh well.
0: We're gonna make you look the coolest. <laughs> do not worry. Oh, um, do you want to introduce the first song and just tell me why yeah. you, why you have it on your list?
1: Yeah. The Saccharine trust. Um, I think they might have been. Yeah, I think they were the well, the first punk show, so-called punk rock show I'd ever I have I went to was <laughs> it's a doozy, 1984 Black Flag mm. on their My War tour. Oh,
2: right. Yeah. And it was Black
1: October show. Faction, Saccharine Trust and Black Flag. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is we were waiting in line to this isn't Mississippi Nights in St. Louis. And we were waiting in line. and kind of I knew Black Flag, the music but I didn't really know what they looked like because the, back then, you, you, there wasn't a whole lot of ways you could find out what things looked like. Right, yeah. So yeah. we're waiting outside and I looked at the promo photo of Black Flag and like, what? This guy's got like a beard and tinted sunglasses and there's like, uh, what? what? What's, I was very confused. Like, they have long hair. Like, what happened? They don't look punk or anything. I didn't know. Yeah. Like, all right, let's go in anyway. And then October Faction played, and come on, they're they're kind of they're kind of hard to take. They're kind of a jam band, yeah. but then Sacrament Trust came on, and totally scared me. Like Jack Brewer was out in the in the audience, screaming all kinds of weird stuff, and yeah, I remember this song in particular, "The House, The Concrete, The System" from that show, and I just thought that would be a good thing to play taking it back
0: perfect and that's i do remember seeing that tour um i think that that show was at maxwell's in uh maxwell's in this area never been there really you'll have to check it out sometime Hmm. okie doke so my guest dj for today is nick sakes and we're getting to the first song this is some saccharine trust stay tuned am back with my guest yes a little zorro in there nick does an awesome zorro <laughs> invitation so um we've gotten some real positive uh, feedback from the listeners about your last set would you like to talk about those songs
1: why yes saccharine trust the house the concrete the system and part of another song that we cut off that was a funny story that we had a big swear word about to happen
0: good thing we got to it
1: that we saved saved ears of millions of people from hearing that terrible word Mm -hmm. um rusted shut i i am gonna categorize these i'd say these other than my own band sickbay which is the last song are these first three bands saccharine trust rusted shut and burmese are scary bands they're scary they have their scary music Rusted shot is scary Texans. I saw Rusted shot in in Minneapolis at the Turf Club, and yeah. yep, they're they're like one of those bands, like kind of like Saccharine Trust. Where you, you see them up there, and like, man, they're not faking it. They're 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 really like I don't want to talk to those guys. <laughs> like, right. Like I, they're that's that's there's nothing act about this this stuff. This is like they're demented <laughs> i got that feeling from and i love that i get so excited when i see like man those guys are i, I don't want to talk to those guys right right and they and they have and and they don't they they dress normal but looks kind of funny <laughs> I, don't mm-hmm. wanna, I always look at their shoes too they have like cheap tennis shoes i'm really scared like like, Target tennis shoes or something. I don't like that.
0: What about mismatched tennis shoes?
1: Oh, oh God, no. <laughs> no, They're like, like drug dealer, drug dealer tennis shoes. Oh, know? right. Like really scuffed up, like white puffy tracks shoes or some Kmart. Like those if dudes in bands have those shoes. I like. Okay, they're real. Like mm-hmm. that's. I I like to judge bands by their footwear.
0: Do you have some kind of litmus test for uh, for authenticity hmm. of insanity for bands? In, let's say?
1: Interesting. Well, God, that's really hard to say. Um, I I I don't know. I don't know. A lot of it. A lot of it has to do with maybe that old kind of like regular guy SST aesthetic. You know, like that really impressed yeah. me at the time. Like going to see Husker do and and honestly thinking, for an hour, before they set up that those were the roadies setting up their equipment, and then no, that turned out to be Bob Mold and Grant Hart and Greg Norman.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Just th- that feeling, like wow, what's, what? <laughs> or the Minutemen? You know, like yeah. I saw the Minutemen a few times and it was like, what? What? You know, just being like, oh. Oh, it's like that. Okay, I can be I can be crazy and intense and look like the just like dude. I don't know.
0: From the car to the stage with no no waiting, no and, and no no airs and no costume change.
1: No, no, no costumes. Or no costumes, although costumes are fine. I was going to ask. We you wear a costume. I My th- new band. Yes. Costumes. Yes. How y- what do you think of that?
0: I like the costumes. I like the the photo that I think you have on on your Facebook. We maybe. Are currently
1: are have two different costumes. Oh. Unif- we don't call them costumes though. We call oh. them uniforms. They're um they're uniforms. They're, we we like the uniform concept, and we're going to stick with the uniforms.
0: And are they they're custom uniforms, aren't they?
1: They are. Chrissy made them. Awesome. Yes, designed and created by, by Chrissy, who's sitting right here.
0: Fabulous. Who
1: does the the weird sounds and drumming for Zadax? Yep. And, and, and she, she, and I have to say, she, he pulled me yet from another slump of I give up music, and and we started this band. I was yet again down, like i do not want to do it anymore, and like okay, I will you know, <laughs> and here I am um with Chrissy, well, and ZX.
0: I mean and for somebody who's been a lifer
1: i'm forty eight
0: right? right, so you but been, I started when
1: i was twenty six so, right you know, so
0: you've been doing music for a late bloomer, yeah, and you do keep on. It's not like you're rehashing the same stuff. I mean, you're super creative. All your stuff is different, well, and it's, it's not
1: me. It's not all me. Well, I don't know.
0: Well, however it My ends cohorts. up, but it's also like, I can't imagine that you've ever really made a lot of money doing music.
1: I, you know, though, I um, that dazzling killman records. I still get, like, I'm getting the little royalty check soon from from face the collapse. That sucker has been hanging on, man. Wow you know occasionally like every year or so i get like you know 120 150 bucks and which is pretty cool nice. yeah. things been out for since 94. yeah yeah that is that's uh that's cool that's but no 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 they're except the only couple of times i felt financially successful is when we went to europe and like we we i've done a couple of tours on the Bay ones with one with colossamite and Somehow, like after all the plane fare was paid and everything, it's like whoa, I got three hundred dollars. You know, like how did that happen? But right. and we're going to Europe in in July just because it makes more financial sense. Sadly, to tour Europe than it does the U.S. At this point, we don't we don't have a van. I don't even have a car here in New York. We we go to shows in a cab.
2: <laughs> I know
1: that sounds hard to believe for the but I've never done that. But. <laughs> like we call a cab with all our stuff on the sidewalk and wait for the minivan cab to show up and mm-hmm. it takes us to Death by Audio or the cake shop. That's we great. unload our crap, play the show and then call the cab again waiting out in the it, it, for the for the listener and other band people out there. New York is kind of a unique it's a it's a it's it's not a kind place for bands for little small fry bands. It can get complicated.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Can grind That's your, your, really grind great. grind your
1: enthusiasm to dust but, at times.
0: <laughs> but what a great uh, a great story about taking cabs with your gear to shows. Yeah, I see, and it's a good thing you're a two piece.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, it, it, and and here's another thing: we just got an actual practice space. We, um, couldn't really afford one. They're kind of expensive in New York, so we have been practicing in our apartment. Chrissy plays electronic drums through a tiny PA, and I turn my—I play my guitar like it pretty much kind of like conversational volume. I mean, it's—we wrote all these songs really quietly, which is kind of like we take it for granted now. But that's kind of weird. Mm. Like, we're very—we're very, we're a very quiet band. You know, you wouldn't expect that hearing this music, but—but but yeah, we actually we are sharing a space with. Uh, this band, Radiation Black Body, who are friends of ours, oh, cool. used to guys that used to be defeatist. Mm-hmm. It's defeatist, sadly, are no more. Yeah, but they were great.
0: Yeah. Um, so, is your, does your music surprise you when you get to play it loud? Then
1: it's it does it. it I actually used this guy's green half stack oh. at a show. I'm like, holy crap, this is super loud. <laughs> but the the reason we need it I'm sorry, this seems sounds boring. Um, the reason we had to get a space is like we have to i feel like we we had to physically get in shape like we were we weren't for drumming too it's like we have to play she has to play her real drums we have to play loud like enough of this we have to be we have to get <laughs> This sounds ridiculous I mean we have to get a we finally just said all right, we have to get a practice space mm-hmm. to get in shape, yeah, like, so. But it's been a it's been a new process. This whole cat taking a cab, practicing quietly in the apartment route. <laughs> I love adaptability. That. Well, you must adapt.
0: And and that's that is good to uh, to to let people know that that you can. That's that's actually really pretty amazing.
1: You can. You, yeah. You, in fact, you could, you could probably somehow like. Plug into your iPhone or something, or I don't know.
0: Um, so somebody wants to know about the uh, the Minneapolis music scene. Mm-hmm. What was that? Uh, what was that I like? Was,
1: it was great. It it is great. I I was always it was always uh, plentiful. Lots of wonderful people. Can't say enough good things about it. There's a, just a huge amount of cool venues in that town for a town of its size to have, like. You know, eight or ten really nice venues is pretty amazing. Mm. Um, I don't know. I we need we need to get get over there and play a show. Um, yeah, I, I I I don't know. I have nothing but great things to say about it. Um, nothing nothing in particular though. I mean, the Triple Rock might be one of the best clubs going. I think, and the Turf Club are both like suit and. Seventh Street Entry, both mm-hmm. all totally great places.
0: Do you have a favorite place that you like to play? And this is you know anywhere for anywhere. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Um, probably probably the most the best sound and most comfortable like fun shows have probably been Seventh Street Entry. Mm. I've liked that that place the best. I mean, do you know Randy Hawkins? I don't sound guy. He I don't. like when. There's a, been a few times, he's like, does sound from the Melvins, and he he's run sound for us there, and it's been like, oh, that's what it could be like. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's so fun. But, yeah, the entry, man, I love that place.
0: Cool. And um, so, does Zedex have any other shows coming up besides just the May 20th Oh,
1: show? yes, we do. Oh, I forgot. Wow. There's this craftwork event, oh. April 10th at Littlefield. We are going to participate in this show called Work, which is a night of covers of craftwork that was spawned by Joe Garden of the Onion in in a in a frustrated response to the fiasco of buying the tickets for the Craftwork MoMA show right so we are going to play this 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 cover show and we're 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 going to D- disassemble and reassemble Trans Europe Express, um, <laughs> and take it to a whole new level. Uh, but th- I, th- the the cast of characters that night seems to be changing a lot. There's the latest addition is Kim Gordon is is doing something. Julie Kaffritz, wow. uh some people from Trans Am. Wow. A guy from. There's some a guy from Trans Am, Publicist. I don't know much about, like, maybe it's a one-person thing. A mm-hmm. uh, guy from Oneida. Um, I, and one of the fellows from Parts and Labor. But, but there's, like, a whole big list. But it looks, looks it's going to be great. I think it's that April 10th, which isn't real soon, at Littlefield, which is, like, a really nice place. I've never been there.
0: Yeah, I haven't either.
1: Looks like a really cool venue.
0: And do you have any other shows?
1: Than, other than that and our record release show, that's really our only two coming up. We're kind of hunkering down, planning our wedding and uh, planning our, you know, kind of focusing on the Europe tour, like the second week, second two weeks of, of July.
0: Where are you going to be?
1: Um, we're, we're playing some festivals in the Czech Republic, and then we're playing, um, kind of starting off with a couple of festivals in Czech Republic and then playing Italy milan and stuttgart germany and playing a show in poland and loads Lodz, loads poland and um, i think one in in slovenia it's not not a it's not a in the middle of it we're having a honeymoon too (laughs) <laughs> we're taking a break in this tour and we're having our honeymoon like
0: uh are you literally taking like, literally a of days off yes
1: we're taking oh, three cool. three days off uh-huh. this is sort of a honeymoon tour and we're oh, we're nice. going to we have a hotel booked in cinque Terre, italy
0: Ooh. And,
1: and then after that we're going to play a show in milan <laughs> nice and continue well,
0: that's a good way to plan it out
1: yes we're very fancy people
0: well, I think you're you're yes. very well uh you're you've planned things out well, very intentional.
1: that's what it would appear. Yes, we'll just say yes, yes, no wait, so, so
0: what came first though the tour or the honeymoon
1: the 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 tour and oh. then all this other like well, we can turn it into a honeymoon, and what better way to celebrate our our union than to do what brought us here? Together in the first place, and there's an interesting story about that. Chrissy and I met long ago. Sickbay played with her old band. My name is Ra Ra at the Fireside Bowl in Chicago in 2000, and we met. We actually played a show together, and then years went by, and we kind of, you know, our scenes were intermingled. You know, the Chicago weirdy scene, and then this and that, and but but then then the miracle of facebook our, our lord facebook came and blessed <laughs> us and put us together thank you lord facebook <laughs> yes i i'll get back to you facebook it's everything's fine i'll I'll check you soon and then <laughs> so we got together on facebook and we are to be wed in mere months wow
0: so that's uh that's very uh the end <laughs> the end the beginning
1: yes very cool the end question mark
0: nice so um, do you want to talk about the next song that we have queued up
1: this Colossmite song yes I will talk about it this um, was on the first EP we did uh, called All Lingos Clamor and this song is called Bewilder Beast uh, what's it about it's uh about well oh, it's too depressing to talk about really i'll let the song speak for itself i don't want to talk about what it's a- about it's sad oh, okay You ready for some some yelling and screaming usual
0: that uh that you are well known for excellent so my guess angsty is
1: <laughs> cathartic
0: yay yay let's like hear a it f- burp nice. <laughs> nice so let's hear it for angst and catharsis yay. and let's hear it for my guest nick sakes will be uh be back in a little bit. Here is some Colossomite. Please stay tuned. Okie doke, we are back. My guest is Nick Sakes. Hey. He, he is the, uh, the fabulous guest DJ for this afternoon. What would you like to say about... Uh, well, we just heard Zenny Gava burn your flesh out off the Freedom Bar. Yes.
1: Zenny Gava were band friends of Dazzling Killmen. Um, we toured some with them in the Midwest on their first tour over here and became, became pretty close with those guys. Um... Later, I think the tour for that record, Blake, the drummer for Dazzling Killman, was Gave as drummer. Mm-hmm. They, they did a tour with Today is the Day, and Blake was their drummer. Mm-hmm. I saw that. That was really good. Um, the the one... It's kind of the one... I got I got I, regrets. I've had a few. The one thing that I do regret not happening was Dazzling Killman... Had a, a Japanese tour booked with Siny and but we broke up before that happened. And, oh uh, wow! That was that. That was I. You know, want to publicly apologize <laughs> to Siny Gava for that, uh, especially KK Null. Um, but yeah, that's that was. Uh, they were really they were really a big inspiration. They were one of those bands that every time I saw them play, my jaw was just hanging off of my head or whatever you say yeah hitting the floor hanging yeah my jaw was swinging wildly jaw was doing something (laughs) um and
0: the sentiment is understood because they are just spot on they're like a hurricane yeah yeah that's a great great Uh, comparison
1: and 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 null kisses his effects pedals after he's done with his set and does he yeah he he wraps his cords very carefully and he like takes each of his pedals and like c- gives them a serious tender kiss and puts <laughs> them in their box. I'm not kidding. Wow. Like those dudes are total total wall man. Yeah. Um okay. uh yeah, Craw. Before that, mm-hmm. another another band friend. This is this is the band friend set. Maybe I yes. don't know it's naming the sets. Um, great, Craw yeah. were were a band from Cleveland that we also played a lot of shows with and became kindred kindred bros with. Um, I you know when I lived in Minneapolis, Joe McTigh the singer and I would would hang out a lot, just ride bikes and kind of chuckle about the good old days still tell Albini stories and whatever <laughs> um yeah, old 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 math rock guys <laughs> that's that term um weren't oh, you gonna ask me a I, math rock question somebody
0: wanted to know how you handle the handle. uh the 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 title of math rock uh king <laughs> no
1: it's not <laughs> oh my god no I am no king um That's silly. That's silly. No, that term is so silly. No, no, I refuse. Pioneer. I refuse it. Nope. Pioneer. Nope. Well, I I mean. I don't know. I mean, there were hardcore bands that I listened to that, like, oh, I don't know. Bad Brains, The Accused. I mean, Mm -hmm. then those guys are math rock then because those guys were, had tempo changes, stop on a dime, brutal uh, those guys were. We played with the accused once, and wow. I. I honestly, on Fourth of July at the outhouse in Lawrence, Kansas. Oh, which, that place! Which was insane, but that was one of those shows. That when they when they started to play, I was like, "Oh man, I'm just gonna sell my stuff." Like, just I was just like, "I <laughs> I give up." Those guys were another. Brutal, unstoppable f- force of nature. Like wow, they're like pro. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just felt humbled. Like I just had my ass. Felt like our butts handed to us by those those guys. Just, yeah, I mean I don't. It's what does that mean? I mean, is it? I I don't know. I would well, rather just be like a hardcore band. I, I don't. I don't know. Math rock. is an odd one. Like Don Caballero and Rodan and. I guess those people get lumped into that.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I, and I think that the it's it was just a uh, a gesture of recognition from the listener, oh. kind of. Oh, you know. well,
1: I'm sorry if I came no, across. No, no. As and,
0: and it's not. I, I mean, appreciate people it. People do know who you are and they know your work. You know that I mean, shocks a, me. You know those that really 143 three people have f- checked in. 143. Yeah.
1: 147. The 147. dudes from Boise.
0: That's right. I forgot about them. Um, <laughs> They're not entirely on record yet.
1: this is a weird we were just talking during those songs there was a guy that wrote into your message board that Chrissy knew and it was the guy Steve Chesney Chesney, hey Steve that gave Chrissy a dazzling Killman tape back then that she apparently told me she listened to like every day for a year or something several times a day several times
2: for six months and then didn't want to hear and it again. For a while. i p
1: pu- I'm gonna publicly say she has been she I'm I'm marrying the only groupie I the only <laughs> chick I ever got from that band I am marrying <laughs> Chrissy right here. That's probably a good the thing. The only girl I ever got from, from that band mm-hmm. I will marry. You see a good see? thing, you
0: gotta go after it. Yeah. You, know? I'm like, you don't whoa. want it like regretting the Zenny David tour. Don't let that no. happen. Again. No for every
1: for every blown Japanese he gave it to her, there's a Chrissy Rossetti. I <laughs> That's awesome. Wait, there's only one of each anyway. <laughs> well, for every Well and know, all those and one one case.
0: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And I
1: think we heard uh Zadax before that. We did. More angst ridden rock.
0: Mhm. And so we heard Stark Turns, which is off of the the new release. Now, um you brought this here is uh, is the record actually out?
1: It's not out. We I received that out of the blue one day at work and I guess it's just it was a a test copy that of uh, one of these made made on demand CDs that we were talking about earlier. Oh, that just to see if they got it right. Uh, yeah, it looks real. It's a. it's completely I know, it's bizarre. CD- it was it was shrink like wrapped, a, it was it doesn't look like I had this vision of it being kind of like a, a CDR in some sort of cheesy cardboard case, but it's the real thing. Right. It's a real actual, which kind of pleasantly surprised. <laughs> so, order away, kids. Amazon.com. Nice.
0: And and can they order it now?
1: No. Pre orders. I don't know. But are, you there, can go, are, yeah. are there pre orders? I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, Mark just sent that. Thing. Oh, oh. There are apparently yes.
0: Ta ta ta. So that was off of that uh, the CD that was uh, mm-hmm. Stark Terms mm-hmm. that, that we heard off of. A count, was it counterclockwise? Counter-clock-work. I do want to say counterclockwise. What's the uh, is there any uh, meaning to the title counterclockwise? Is there
1: any meaning to that title? Well, we had the the task of coming up with an album title, and um, mm-hmm. I, don't e- uh, I don't even <laughs> remember how that came about. It's, it's you know, you come to a point when you title an album, like there's a v- variety of options. Do you pull something from the lyrics? Do, do, you don't want to name it, I think, the, a song title because then like what's the big deal about that one song? Is that like the best song on the record? You That's can't do true. that. That's yeah. yeah. So you have to go, in my opinion, off, you know, completely off to a new path. And then what do you do? You Yeah, it, it's... It's, uh, it's a mess. It's a mess. It's not fun. This so there is not is fun. No being song. In, Man, you there think is... <laughs> I like this? I don't like this. Get <laughs> so, me out of here. So there is I'm no
0: song. There's no song called Counterclock no, on the
1: record. No, no, I don't know. Not, just no th- good thing to just it. nice. The, the kids like that stuff. The <laughs> made up words. Good,
0: I think it's a good name though, and I think um, it sort of illustrates your sound a little bit. Sort of hmm. mathy. But 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 not uh, not regular. All right. Say. Not not in the. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't
1: know. Well, counterclockwise going backwards. Yeah. It, it, it's just it's. It's, it's almost it's, like a deconstruction. It's too. when you buy this album, and you will not you Diane, but someone else, and then <gasps> you turn all the lights off, and you take lots of drugs, and you think about that word, and you make up all kinds of theories.
0: Mm, what's the last album you did that to? But I don't, did take I a lot don't of drugs pro- and turn off the take, lights. I don't
1: take, I don't take drugs. Um, um, wow, we used to do that. You know, what we used to do. We being me and Darren and and some some other guys. We used to take. Swans albums and kill those. Or I had a, I had a turntable that went down to sixteen RPMs. Nice. We would crank up the swans. Oh, we did, that wasn't slow enough. We got that down to 16 RPMs and got totally <laughs> wasted and turned the lights off. <laughs> Listen to some swans at 16 because it wasn't slow enough.
2: Right,
1: right. The killdozers, oh, man, sounds great at 16. They should make 16 RPM turntables again. I don't know why they don't.
0: Mm. What
1: what was that for? Did the, Were there records released? Like, yeah, play this at 16.
0: Right. I guess. Why? I remember seeing some uh, like training records. They were like U- United Those States Those must be in training collector's training. items. Yeah. At like a flea market and they were 416 wow. speed. And they I were bigger. I never thought about it. Like They were bigger why? than LPs. They were like 15 inches. <laughs> they were like, they were these giant things. I was like, oh my God. But Giant think, slabs at sixteen. Yeah. That's that's a
1: military album. Like, that's that's a military record right there. Yeah, yeah you don't want to you don't yeah. wanna mess with and that. I,
0: and I could be wrong. I don't really you, know the you know the You purpose. play this in
1: <laughs> tanks, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, and think about Real that. Real Playing a turntable in a tank.
1: Or, yeah, it's got to be a military. <laughs> uh, it's government. It's a government turntable. These go down to sixteen. But right. I. But man, they were a. Uh, they were a true. Uh, True inspiration to weirdos from Illinois, like mm-hmm. that. Listen to like, swans and killdos or that. Was even it like a, a
0: tube turntable? Like a no, like a, like <laughs> a, yeah.
1: okay. no. It was a um, I don't remember BRC B BMS. Anyway, it was an old turntable that
2: mm-hmm.
1: that think they all went down to 16 i can't believe we're talking about this but it's extremely if <laughs> if anyone is out there knows any tr- m- trivia on 16 rpms turntables please call or write it's intensely fascinating it is it is i'm yeah. serious i'm not being well, sarcastic
0: well as, and as a record collector myself it's like i remember the first time i saw those records it's like oh my god they're huge they're what's the
1: i've got to get one now yeah. i've got i've got to
0: Oh, they're a perfect decoration.
1: That's right, a giant record. You yeah, want one.
0: So, what is? Um, this is a question from a listener. Listener, what is the softer side of your musical tastes?
1: Oh man, things like uh, <laughs> Neil Young on the beach, um, the Carpenters, really. Um, I I don't know many many things. I I, I was listening to. Uh, Oh gosh, what's that guy's name? I can't remember. I'm sorry, I'm blanking out. I have That's lots okay. of lots. I'm not much of a jazz guy, though. Jazz that was always a mysterious thing with me and my bandmates. They were jazz guys, and they would go jazz record shopping, uh-huh. and I would kind of like hang back, and like I, the whole thing. I don't not it was never lost on you. never been a jazz, but then again, there are certain things like that really like pharaoh sanders um the master plan god i'm blanking out like that thing is one of my favorite albums of all time i don't know i'm not i'm not a jazz guy um so bert Bacharach. i'll go with bert Bacharach. I'm okay a big, big bert fan
0: oh so we have here from a listener it says, uh, from listener Cecile it says 16 rpm records were used for books for the blind and early oh, pre-recorded cool. radio shows yes. from the 40s.
1: Right. All right. Nice. Man, totally intrigued now. Who knew? Got to get got to get into that world. Yeah. Yeah. Got to get turn Williamsburg into a 16 rpm <laughs> artisan cheese capital.
0: And I wonder if they all have to be I mean if they were all that large. <laughs> I mean, because you could have a 7-inch yeah. and just master it at whatever speed. Yeah. And, you know. Wow. you get a lot more Huge. on the record,
1: too. Huge.
0: That would be one of those things that, like, Artless would put out or something. Just, like, not, you know. It's a 16 RPM record. It's people four
1: like, hours of music or something. You can't
0: play it. Like, no one can play <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. It's, would <laughs> buy it. It, it's
1: it's It's <laughs> not playable by anyone. Right. <laughs> you have right. to go back in time and make music bias you have to create a new turntable yeah good luck
2: <laughs>
1: this is it Here's this your... is at nineteen rpms i right. I dare you to play this record <laughs> you'll spend a lifetime of frustration trying to play this record but Here's then your you can
0: electronics projects
1: you'll die a madman and,
0: <laughs> have you um have you Kept the same kind of gear, like guitar, mm. guitar stuff I've, over the years? No, I have, I... I mean, or the same style, like the same types of tones. I've never,
1: not, yeah, not much of a pedal guy. I've always, I had this weird solid state head for a long time, this pierced head and no pedals, just, and then I got a Marshall head and I, right now I'm playing through just the regular old Fender 75 112 combo amp with a a DXR distortion plus I think it's DXR distortion plus pedal that's it Yeah mm-hmm. I'm not I haven't haven't been much of a pedal guy just maybe one distortion pedal that's it
0: Mhm And but, uh um, are you a particular brand of guitar guy
1: I have always had that old sweet white Les Paul That's so what I, I had Paul. the old Les Paul Mhm may she always live live and live live forever yeah i i don't think i could play any other guitar that's that's one of those things like i'm not really a object guy like i don't hang on to sentimental objects that much
2: mhm
1: uh but man that guitar I, I really i don't know i'd be upset if that thing got stolen or or broken but yeah like les paul's man i love them that one cool don't love any other ones <laughs> just that one but
0: you might you could learn to love another one no no no, no. he nope. says no
1: Nope. Right. when that guitar is gone i'm done
0: um are there any bands from the scene that you were in or bands now that you kind of um see as like underrated who never really got their um uh recognition that you just think hmm. were phenomenal
1: Oh, man, I know they're... That really came out of nowhere. Hmm. I'd like to, th- I'd like to think about that. I don't know. Okay. The, the band. There's a band coming up that we're going to play called Grand Olena. Mm-hmm. Ulena that contains contained Darren from Dazzling Killman, uh, Chris Troll, and Danny McLean, who left this earth not too long ago. Unfortunately, mm. uh, but man, they—they uh, they were something. They were—they were. Yeah, they, were they never got their their fair shake. I don't know that that band. That band was on another planet, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I don't. The big question mark. Like why? I don't. I, I, there, there. It's a mystery why they, no one seemed to pay attention to them, and it's, and it's a bunch of crap. I think. <laughs> that they were they are they were a great band truly
0: okay well that that is um that sort of goes perfectly into the next track all right because um that is what we're going to play is there anything that you want to say about this cut this is uh crowbar at crescent and cricket
1: um i do know on this album that they named all their song titles are intersections of actual streets in st louis
0: so, what is crowbar at Crescent and Cricket? Must
1: have been a crowbar laying at Crescent Street oh, and Cricket Avenue okay. or something. There's w- actual street names in St. Louis.
0: So, I was going deeper thinking that like there was a bar called. No,
1: I think it's more random than that. Okay. But I'm not sure the crowbar. Perhaps Chris could uh, tell us, okay. Chris Troll. But yeah, let's play some Grandulina.
0: Awesome. We will do that. Uh, my guest is Nick Sakes of uh, Zadex, Dazzlin' Kilman, Sickbay, Colossomite, and uh, sitting right here across from me now, we're going to listen to some, is it Ulina or Eulina? Eulina. Yulina. So, Grand Eulina, And uh, please stay tuned. <laughs> I get humming accompaniment from my guests.
1: As I've heard your show a lot of times, Diane. Thank you. Nick. I am a fan. Thank this you. This is blowing my mind.
0: <laughs> He's up close and personal I'm, here on the I'm, Kamikaze Fun Machine.
1: Look at me. I'm in the radio now. He's inside. It's like Mike TV. How does it? Oh. I'm inside WFMU. This is great.
0: <laughs> How does it feel, Nick?
1: It, I guess I'm little because my voice was little. I'm very tiny because the radios are little and you have to be little. I, I I'm, it's, it, it was nerve-wracking, the the story about me bringing all this music on my flash drive, and mm. then it was gone. But we did it. We got through we the show. We
0: certainly did, yeah. So what would you like yes. to say about the, uh, <clears throat> the last set that we just heard?
1: Um, that the band Grand Yulina, even the band name is an intersection of streets in St. Louis, Grand and Yulina. That's yep. great. Um and man, I love that. I'm that was a long song, kind of. But I'm so glad that you played it anyway. Cause I love that song. And Lake of Dracula, another skin graft band, comprised of um, Marlon Magus, Weasel Walter. Do you know
2: the other name? Um, the well, Al Johnson. Al Johnson as the Manhattanite. The
1: Manhattanite. And, but I don't remember the, the drummer the, and bass drummers, player's name. I can't remember her name, but she was from the Scissor Girls. Yeah. Um, God, they God, were good. her name? I can't remember. Luckily, I saw those guys. Uh, they're, they're one of those bands that I think vastly, like, unnoticed. I, I don't know, though. They were pretty noticed. Like, they've kind of got, the, like, like... In my top legendary status, like people like, oh yeah, I did see them, and like they they um they were they're they're a totally great band. Um, I think we're gonna play a dazzling Killman song t- before I leave.
0: I think so. Was there anything that you wanted to say about Blind Idiot God?
1: Oh, Blind Idiot God! Ooh. Yes, I forgot. Blind Idiot God were also a St. Louis band, instrumental three piece kind of tying it in like Grandulina, but blind idiot god were from the early 80s uh they got signed to sst but the funny thing we were we were talking about blind idiot god and how the, they tended in st louis you know there was not a a, a preponderance of of bands, I mean, they would... Th- that band would, would get shows opening for hardcore bands, and the kids in the leather jackets would throw things at them. And it was like, where do they fit in? And um, kind of... I like bands that just no one knows what the hell to do with, and they were definitely in that category. Uh, I think they all live in New York now and have for quite some time. And... Um, uh, they were a big they were a big um, a big influence. you know, I saw those guys a lot. They opened for De Kreutzen at a show. they were they were really intense. I mean, I, and again, it was one of those moments like I'm seeing something, I'm experiencing it. it's it's really like intense, and I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what is going on what you know th- but I I'm attracted to it and like kind of like Saccharine Trust or any of these bands we played it's something about it that is confusing yet I'm attracted I guess I don't know mm-hmm. um but but yeah those those guys just the sheer intensity I think we you know Dazzling Killman I know really respected these guys and um kind of kind of played off their their sort of frantic strummy kind of wall of sound ish stuff but sadly this next dazzling killman song is about working on a car with my father (laughs) and and what's wrong with that and the sheer rage i would feel working with that man oh. no, I'm, just, I'm making kind of a joke but it's it is true it's i mean it's kind of it's funny
0: well and you know
1: it's called agitator
0: <laughs> any, yeah we could go into you know I mean, how our family set us off that people son that we dad know, come so,
1: on that's yeah. so old yeah, but yeah. god really Oh, well, you didn't dad huh working on a car interesting see so, yeah, yeah. it's not mysterious yeah
0: but it's like, but, but when you run into that, so I've, I've run into that with my friend's dads and like they'll pull the dad <laughs> thing on me and it's like, Ooh. oh no, oh no, like, oh, you can't do that. And it's like, well, you know, I'm going to try. And I, but I would never say that Ugh. in my own situation. Cross parenting like, yeah, is yeah. really
1: not, not cool. Well, as as a, unaware. as a parent, I, man, somebody usurps my parental power just my blood boils immediately. I oh. mm-hmm. Uh, even hearing about it, it's not not <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah do not misdirect my flow of parental power
0: indeed so um so agitator yeah is um
1: going out to daddy in heaven
0: off of the face of collapse record that that you still or hell. that, that he probably st- is that you still get uh your Your and that's that is a skin graft record. It's a skin graft record. I'm seeing that the skin graft logo has changed a little bit.
1: Oh really? Is it the the devil guy with the? the It is the devil guy. Interesting. Oh, the hands are are up,
0: giving the devil horns. The devil
1: horns, which
0: and and I never Satan. Yeah, and I never noticed that the they were devil horns in the old logo, in the rounder logo. And I know this is terrible radio because we're talking about something visual, but um,
1: yeah. Okay, Diane's about five feet from me, and she's got the ZADAC CD and the dazzling kiln and she's holding them up. I I'm like, "Oh no, the humanity. I can't see that. I can't see it from here." Right. Yeah. Well, here. <coughs> All right. Um this has been fun.
0: But it's cute. So, mm-hmm. um um I just want to thank you for coming.
1: You're welcome. You know? It's and, been uh, truly great.
0: And thank you for although you don't you're you're um I don't know if it's a that you can't take a compliment or that you don't no, recognize where you get i know and that's and that's but
1: i think i started the whole thing too late and like you know starting guitar at 26 it's like i don't know man well, it all seems god kind of fakey did. or something thank god you did oh, i mean you've got well, okay you've got some
0: <laughs> great bands behind you the Zaddock stuff is awesome and uh so um let's let's uh for listeners what's the best way for people to find you online You
1: know probably f- our Facebook page we were just okay. talking about that we do need to actually have a it's funny that's another kind of a things are changing so much like I remember bands used to have websites now it's like oh go to our Facebook page go to our Bandcamp page go to our SoundCloud page we Right. We were we'll, thinking. We'll have a website. Yeah, we'll have a web website soon, but we are on Facebook. X a d d a x. Come, come like it, and <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> will, we will. We will like you.
0: Yes. Yes. There we go. And and but and thank you because thanks for your creativity and for and for not stopping. Thank, you know, I yes. mean, because the bands that you've I, been in are people. awesome. She,
1: she she you know she talked me into it and well good you know and,
0: and you had said just in you know in talking to you today just a little bit about oh and then i was going to stop oh and
1: then I was gonna <laughs> stop, <laughs> yeah, gonna stop.
0: Uh, yeah but and it's and too hard and you don't though <laughs> and that's the great thing so thanks for Should. not stopping I mean, no well, I, you know. well
1: i'm probably gonna stop someday
0: well you know
1: i guess that won't be anytime <laughs> soon
0: okay, so right. uh my guest has been nick sakes and uh, we're going to go out with a Dazzling Killman song. This is Off of a Face of Collapse. Oh. And uh,
1: okay.
0: any last words, sir? Um, Anything stay gold, pony boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's stay perfect. Old. Very good. All right, folks, stay tuned. And that wraps it up for today's podcast. Thank you to Lita Martinez for editing the podcast and to Liz Berg for all the other background work. We are WFMU.